listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. I'm here with Julie. Give me in one line. Give me your name, your title, and the name Julie of your Julie Castro friend. Abrams, managing partner of the general partner of How Women Invest. And I'm also the CEO of this kick-ass network of top executive women called How Women Lead. Awesome. So what inspired you to become a venture capitalist or an investor? Honestly, for me, it's all about equity and justice, which is probably different than a lot of people. But I started my career really trying to solve issues of racial and gender equity and poverty. And I ran a microfinance fund in the United States. A lot of people think about microfinance outside of the United States, but I did it in the U.S., Mm -hmm. 22 cities. And we helped over 6,000 women start their own companies. And for most of them, this was really a poverty alleviation strategy. For most people, they would, on average, they would have three employees, themselves and two more people. So they stayed pretty mom and pop small, but, but there were a handful of outliers and oh my goodness, trying to get those women any kind of funding. I just kept hitting walls. And then I started researching and I'm like, 2% of all venture dollars go to companies founded by women only. Like that is ridiculous. And if you're black or brown, forget it. So to me, it's 0.01% for black. Yeah. Yeah. $4 trillion of value just sitting there being lost by venture capitalists. Uh, And that's the thing. Like, and the data is really clear. Morgan Stanley used this air. Yeah. Morgan Stanley used census information and said, yeah. And aggregated it and said, we're leaving $4 trillion of earnings for yes. LPs on the table because we're not investing in companies founded by women. So, so $4 trillion out of the $80 trillion yeah. held in pension funds and all these other right. places. And think about it. Pension so, funds are made up of women and people of color who are the teachers and the, the first responders right. and all the other yeah, exactly. you know, pension, potential pension people. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So those pensions are being invested in things that are not yielding the highest returns. So our bias in our brains is making us make bad decisions. And we have these old fashioned, bizarre rules that you have to have a billion dollars worth of assets under management and have all this time in running a venture firm in order for them to even consider you. Well, the data says that if you have a venture fund of $200 million or less, you make more money for your investors. So why would you say a billion dollars is the threshold? Like that, some of it just says we have these things we do in life that don't make sense. <laughs> so, well, and some of it is ease, right? Yeah, like it's comfortable if you're putting a $10 million allocation into a billion dollar fund, right? But or now a $100 million dollar allocation into yeah. a, a multi-billion, the mega funds. And actually, most, you know? uh, most fund funds or most investors are using some advisor, right? Yeah. If the advisor recommends you go to Sequoia, even if Sequoia doesn't perform well, 
they're not going to get, no one's going to say, why would you recommend that terrible investment? People mm-hmm. are like, oh, it happened. It's the market. They, it is, it, 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 so they feel like it's a risk to recommend a venture firm run by women, even though the data is very clear that they'll make more the money. The data is clear. Outperform. You're going to outperform. One woman, you outperform. You need one woman and you outperform, period. Exactly. On all right. levels. So games everybody, actually. The, then you the don't have statistics are there. Exactly. Awesome. Thank you for that. So what is your thesis and what is the motivation behind your thesis and what you do? Our thesis as a venture firm, we have two Mm -hmm. funds, is that investing in companies founded by women is an arbitrage opportunity. There are only 2% of all venture funds go to companies founded by women, only women and women co-founders, but no male co-founders. And what happens is women are told you have to have a male co-founder, you can't ever raise money. So there's all this messy stuff in the market. And one, it's not fair, it's not acceptable, but just talk about the finances. If it's my idea, and I'm a woman and I'm building this company and I bring on a male co-founder just because he's a man and that's somehow going to make me more palatable to other people. I'm not saying that's why all companies but are co-founded, you, but that but does happen. It happens, um, yes. Yeah. And then it's not necessarily his baby or his idea. And sometimes... He'll say, sure, you can use my name, but I don't really, can, I'm not going to, and I don't need anything and blah, blah, When the money shows up, everybody perks up. And yes. all of a sudden he starts to be more interested There's in other and, demands. Yeah. Yeah. Or you start really growing and he's actually, I think maybe I could run this better than you. Like all kinds of stuff happens. It's bad for investors. It's bad for the founders. It's bad for the investors. Bad so, in general. It becomes yeah. bad in general. Just, yeah. You know, it, yeah. And then bad for your employees as well. Yeah. Now you're potentially dealing with like a toxic work environment at some yeah. levels because if they're fighting at the top, it does impact. Yeah, other it's good for anybody. Yeah, no bueno. But think about it. Think about this is a in the market in venture. What you're looking for is the hot deals that are in a blue ocean strategy that where nobody else is designing that well, product or service. You're looking for, exactly, and you're looking for companies that where you can get a great value. You can get in with a good valuation, right? Mm-hmm. Companies founded by women who aren't getting funding from other folks, other venture firms, by definition, are going to you're going to get a better deal. And because they're the cream of the crop, because only two percent get funded, you're you can actually fund the hottest deals that are going to win the most. They're going to have. The but best if, if you think about it as well, because only two percent get venture money, that means what happens to the other ninety eight percent of the female? Let's yeah, just put it out yeah. there on the female yeah. VC lab because we can talk about that here. Think of another 98%. What do they have to yeah. do? They have to go get customers and revenues. Yeah. So actually, there's a very big gap and untapped market there where there may be some hot deals under the surface yeah. that you just have no clue about because exactly. you're like, damn, these people have revenues. They have this. But because you're not even looking or you're looking at it in a, like, I need this valuation, like you're looking at it in a weird way, you're missing something. Missing. And so. Yeah, missing. Yeah, and, you're missing. Yeah. And frankly, the other part of our thesis, in addition to who we invest in, is how we do it. So there's this other thing than the, you just, if you just think about the data in the market, this is the first generation of us, of women who have 30 years, like a large number of women who have 30 years of work experience. This is, 30 years ago, this was not the case. You had a couple of buyers 
but we have a massive generation of women with power, influence, and wealth. So it's a huge opportunity for us to really activate those women to get involved in ventures. We activate women operators, women who are in the C-suite. And what's really fascinating is, of course, by we have a network of 120,000 people who are part of our larger network in our sister organization, which is a nonprofit called How Women Lead. That group is what birthed How Women Invest. We all, this group of us came together and we're like, let's put money together and start a venture firm. Yeah. And so my partner is an investment banker. I've worked with thousands and thousands of women start well in startups and ran a bank. So between the two of us, we know what we're doing. And we have a bunch of great women VCs who help us as investors in our investment committee. But all these, awesome. women, I don't have to be an expert in clean tech to be able to make great clean tech investments because I know all the women who are the top executives in clean tech and they all know, but they're untapped. They want to be 100%, involved. 100% they're untapped. Yeah. 100%. And so they're all part of our network. And so I can make great decisions and really leverage those women for due diligence and also to support those companies once we've made an investment. So we just made yes. an investment in that a company sense. that is using biofuels to create the cathodes that go in lithium batteries, literally oh, reducing wow. the cost and price to market of a Tesla by 50%. That's okay. Amazing. And not damaging the environment. Yeah, I was going to say they're using, a bio, they're using a biofuel. Yeah, yeah. That's not even damaging the environment. You don't have to dig up anything. Exactly. So in order to evaluate that company, here are the people I got to bring in that are part, that are LPs, they're investors in our fund. And I could have gone to a lot more people who haven't even invested yet. So one of the people literally has is a biochemist and has been running four different companies, one of them gel pack, like all these really oh, wow. hot chemical companies. So I and she's now she sold her company and is now on the board of a private equity firm. So she could help evaluate the biochemistry side right. of things. And as a CEO of big companies, then I've got someone who's been the president and CFO of Toyota Research Institute, which has been doing all this cutting edge work around around driverless cars and, and electric vehicles. And then somebody who literally built the electric vehicle arm of Intel. So wow. those three women alone as advisor, one to evaluate the financial investment opportunity, but well, also just, advise just as far as as far as like not only advising, but right, just that initial analysis sometimes. Yeah. You, you're like, yeah. hey, how do I make exactly. sure? due diligence? From the so that's our thesis. Women are going to be a great arbitrage opportunity for investment. I love that. Because nobody else is investing in them. And then we can Very leverage pick ass operators for both evaluation, but also supporting those companies over time. So that's really the magic right now. I would say the third thing that's really interesting is I have all these women, and I'm talking about women who've made $25, $50 million on different exits, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no one has ever invited me to invest in venture. So we've got all these women Ooh, well, LPs that no I would one- love, I would love to tap some more of my female right? LP ladies because right. my- I would love to tap some more female LP. And women of color who've made a ton of money, they absolutely are never invited because people just make assumptions about them. And so we invited them to be part of it. So 50% of our investors, of our limited partners are women of color. And 50% of the companies we've invested in are run by women of color. It's a network problem, not a pipeline problem. 100%. Absolutely absolutely a network or Mm -hmm. ecosystem building problem. 100%. I agree with that. Yep. So Barbara, we get to win because we are doing what is what the data says is the right thing to do, but other people are ignoring the data and going with their biased. You got to look at the data. It's right there in your face. Exactly. You can't hide it. And some big Kauffman Foundation did a lot. 
3.3x versus 2.5x exits bigger, you're going to leave that. If you're talking about unicorn status, you're going to leave what, $700 million on the table? That makes no sense. Exactly. Just the amounts is so large. Yeah. All right. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? Oh, I'm a I'm pretty voracious about everything that I'm looking at and reading. So I do everything from venture kind of podcasts, like even things like Venture Stories, which is Village Global, which is really beautiful. Some of these things that are not quite as academic, if you will, but much more about the sort of inspiration and the hope around it. And then I love listening to other, I love listening to other VCs or what are they seeing and what are they learning? And frankly, mostly women. I feel like the depth that I get from the women who are, who are running in venture is a whole nother level. And of course we all are, I get my feeds that are sorted by everything women and everything in venture and then industry specific stuff for the company. Mm -hmm future of work and Guinness is always good. Yeah, yeah just call Guinness. Is, yeah, he's got some good stuff. I like Jason's too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm just I dive deep into what whoever we're going to make an investment in. I really go to town on like listening to the other venture investors who've invested in that company or Smart. reading up on whatever the trends are. So that, that takes plenty of my time. I'm just making sure I know what I'm doing when I make it those takes plans. a lot of time to do that. Yeah. I try not a lot to of research you know, as well. And you have to be able, to, this is nothing new for anyone listening to this, but you have to be able to read through the line. It may, it may be new. They well, may not know that we do a lot of reading and you got to be able to read fairly quickly and really gather and understand. Well, and understand quickly. what's baloney, right? Yes, I think yes. People are, there's all this stuff that's very fantastical that's coming out about ventures in crisis. You know what? Last year when the market was great, People were throwing spaghetti at a wall and not really doing due diligence with their evaluating. 100%. And furthermore, the valuations were outrageous. And so if you have dry capital, you cash. Look at what happened to uh, Clubhouse. This is what I was. Why was even Clubhouse a thing? Anyway. Exactly. And so so today you are in a whole different situation. You can have better valuation and everybody's been more disciplined. And I just think anyone who has a disciplined, deep process, Mm-hmm. is going to do better in this market. So I agree. I agree because why you can see things. Yes. Like you're going to see some things, spot things yeah. uh, that you would normally spot by being yeah. a little more lax. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but then it's interesting. Uh, we'll talk about that in the next question. So <laughs> bonus question. Everyone gets it. In two years, how do you see venture capital changing or evolving? I'm hoping that we have a big impact on how many women, how many women are getting funded. So, here are a couple of things that are happening for us. One, we're building a pretty significant size venture firm. Our goal is a billion dollars. We probably won't be there Good in two years, but in a couple more years after that. So we're not playing small. The other thing is I'm working on some legislation as well as some grants programs and things to change the ecosystem so that we're That's supporting good. women-run venture firms in a bigger way. And that that includes, you know, Supporting the startup costs for women-run venture firms, aggregating some of the professional services resources so that they mm-hmm. have an easier road and don't have to well, waste do, much time and money. Even, who do you even use? There's, exactly. There's some well, common people around. but Oh, and then, it is outrageous how they... And all the fees and... Yeah, someone tried I mean, to tell us it be $250,000 to put together legal docs for our next fund. And are you insane? That's it, a lot. It, literally, we've already had three. You're just replicating what we already did, that they 
already did. That doesn't make any sense. So there's just people who are getting, yeah, off, of the, getting rich off of this space that, I, frankly, there's ways around it. And then I want to put a fund of funds together that incentivizes funds and brings along investors to fuel women-run venture firms that also incentivizes them to invest directly in companies founded just by women because we have to move that 2% number. So that's, I want to move move all those. We yeah. got to move those needles. Otherwise, yeah, I'm going to pull all those levers, including I want to get 10,000 women investing in venture for the first time. So Ooh, without doing any real cool. work, we've gotten 350 women who have invested for the first time with us and 30% of them within 12 months invest in another venture firm. So wow. they're getting the bug like that invitation, that ease to get that's in. A big, that's a big Get deal. them walking across the line and starting to step into the power play of it. More okay. women investing, more money. Yeah, we need more female women LPs. LPs. We need more female board members. It's so many. It's like a lot of vectors there. It's not it just sure one. is. It sure is. All right. How do people contact you? You can find me at howwomeninvest.com. And you can certainly find me on LinkedIn. I've got a lot of LinkedIn connections, so I'm probably connected to someone you're connected to, whoever's listening. So Julie Castro, C-A-S-T-R-O, Abrams, A-B-R-A-M-S, or howwomeninvest.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie Castro from howwomeninvest.com for being our guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at HTTPS colon slash slash trailing t-r-a-i-l-y-n dot com to find out more find us on apple on spotify and on google podcasts thank you for listening